Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are all for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by CQ Credit Union. 105.7 The Fan. News from the Nest here on this Total Request Thursday. Video at 81057 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Two days away from the AFC Playoffs Divisional Round. Ravens, nine and a half point favorites at home over the Houston Texans. Houston came to Baltimore September 10th, lost the season opener. Both teams different, better than they were way back when. But Ravens did make a move yesterday, real quick. They released Melvin Gordon to third. Yep. The fumble against Pittsburgh doomed him. No doubt. Because looking back, you know John Harbaugh and Todd Munkin wanted Gus Edwards and Justice Hill to get as much rest as they possibly could that day. Then Melvin Gordon fumbles in the middle of the first quarter, doesn't even see the field again until the middle of the fourth quarter. So Gus and then Hill, and then Gus himself fumbled late. They had to get snaps that probably he didn't want them to have. I guess, Benny, if Gordon goes out there, 18 carries, rushes for 70 yards, scores a touchdown, his spot is secure. But once that ball hit the ground, which has been his issue, that was all she wrote. Dalvin Cook was signed today from the practice squad to the active roster. Yeah, not shocking at all, Bob, because to me what it did was it – it told them that they liked what they saw the six days of practice, or more than that probably, the the practice days. They they saw some bursts and some explosiveness, and with Melvin Gordon, he, although Harbs doesn't have a doghouse, he was in the doghouse. Sure. Well, he denies it, but fumbling. It, we can go back to the Super Bowl year, the wild card game, Nolan, against the Colts. Ray Rice fumbled twice. Yeah. He was done. Bernard Pierce came in and carried that. Rock for them on their way to the Super Bowl championship. But Dalvin Cook, it's going to be Edwards, going to be Hill. Hill scored two touchdowns against Houston in the first game. They were short. Red zone inside 10-yard line touchdowns. But 
if there's a air quotes feature guy, who's it going to be? Who's getting the brunt of the carries if Todd Munkin sees it the way he sees it? Right? Bob, my guess, whoever's hot. I mean, and that could even be Dalvin Cook. Let's just say Cook goes in, Bob, and bam, hits a 10-yarder. And then and then he's not coming out. They give him another one. He gets five. And if he because he can catch out of the backfield too, so I think whoever's the hot guy, that's who it's going to be. It may be it may be a guy for a quarter, and then the other guy comes in and he is. I think it's going to be. They don't have a definitive number one. It's whoever's hot. But he's playing, right? No doubt, no doubt. So Dalvin Cook, he's part of the roster. Let's get back to some of the sound we heard yesterday out of one winning drive. Mark Andrews been practicing. Start came out last week. But it's progressed this week, and here's Mark Andrews, Pro Bowl tight end of the Ravens, talking about how he feels after a week of practice. It's been good. You know, there's a lot of different things I'm doing to, to get better. I know uh, the Terrell Owens, you know, he kind of had the, the same injury, and, you know, the hyperbaric oxygen chamber, all that good stuff, and doing everything I can to get back, get ready, and, you know, after I work hard like a day like this, is recovery gets swelling down and feel good for the next day, which I usually do. Hey, more credit to the guy. You know, he's doing everything he can. He wants to get back. That's a, that's a big part of it, the want to. And, you know, your body only heals so fast, and he's trying to do everything he can. I would think, Bob, that not this week, the following week, sounds like, would be more likely. Yeah, and no pun intended. We talked about it first segment of the show with the way Isaiah Likely's playing. Right. And with your wide receiver weapons. All healthy. Ready to rock and yep. roll. I don't want to say you can never have a need for him, but wouldn't it be more prudent to make sure he's another week healthier with the Super Bowl on the line yeah. that particular Plus, game. Bob, you're going to be in the teens. It's going to be really cold Saturday. I, is that? We'll have to ask the doc in pregame. I, I, that's one of the things I'm going to ask him about. You know, is it worse, you know, for him coming back because of the cold? Then next week when, you know, the next Sunday it's going to be in the 50s. Is, you know, is that a better scenario for him? Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan News from the Nets. Going back to the night that Mark Andrews was hurt. That was Thursday night against Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's season ended on that night as well with a wrist injury. But I remember the play where Andrews goes down. The Ravens were driving. It was like on the three-yard line. And, and he- then Lamar grabbed his helmet with both hands and slammed him on the ground. Because he knew the injury was serious. John Harbaugh said after the game, he's done for the year. Well, that's not the case. So Mark Andrews, did you believe? As Damon, did you stop believing Mark Andrews? We ended up talking with the, the doctors and, and going through the surgery. And the surgery went incredibly well. And um, we knew. And, and you just never know. You know, it's, it's day by day. It's week by week. And um, I made progress. You know, a lot of progress. You know, every week it was, it was big, big jumps. And. Um, you know, I'm feeling good at where I'm at, where I'm at right now. Um, still day by day, like everyone's saying, but you know, very promising where I'm at. Yeah, a lot of times docs don't know for sure, Bob, till they get in there. You know, once they get in there and see, like uh, Bob, I went in to have uh, my cartilage taken out of my knee. I woke up and I had total reconstruction. <laughs> you know, and I had a cast from my toe to my hip. Yeah, and Oops. he said, "Well, he goes, hey, I, it my was bad. a little worse than we thought." You know, so you really never know till you get in there. Yeah, we're going to give you some reassignment <laughs> surgery. Good luck with all that. All right, let's get to Zay Flowers. He's he's healthy. He's not nervous. But that veteran leadership, what's it going to mean coming up Saturday at 430? They really just tell me, like, don't be uptight. Just stay who you are. Go out there and play and do what you do. 
I think the big thing with him, Bob, is get him involved early. Because then, then it's just, it is, then it's like, hey, same old game. You know, there's nothing different. I, I, I think he's going to have a hell of a game. You know, because they're going to want him to get open in space and they're going to give him opportunities to make plays. And Houston knows, too. I mean, Houston's not a fool. They go back and watch that first game. He had 10 targets and three rushes. So they know that he's a, a big part of everything and they got to account for him. Now, Morgan Moses, he's the right tackle, and we'll get into the the rotating tackles here in the next uh, day and a half. But here is Morgan Moses looking back at the Week 1 matchup against Houston. Obviously, we got the film to be able to watch, you know, you know the game that we played against them. But they're so much different. They're, you know, more confident team. Obviously, they're playing great football. Um, and so we look forward to, to the rematch. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even – to go back, if I'm a player, I'm going to go back and watch it. The only thing I'm going to go back and watch is, you know, if I have a matchup and it's the same guy and how he played me then, maybe that's an indicator of how he's going to play me now. But – you know, otherwise they are playing much better. They're playing more confident. The quarterback's so much better. They're a totally different team, just like the, the Ravens. You know, there's no sense in going and back and watching Lamar then. He wasn't the MVP in week one. Now he is, uh, you know, basically unanimous MVP the way he's been playing and the gauntlet that he's gone through. And the passage of time, it was literally last year, September 10th. The Orioles hadn't even clinched the American League East yet. And now we're less than a month away from spring training. That's how far this has been. But here's Morgan Moses talking about their Ravens offense and the way they were playing at the end of the season. Um, we're definitely in the groove, man, but we all understand that there's more to come. we got a lot left to do. Um, there's a lot of growth to do, um, and we're striving for that every day. You know, um, you know, every day is not going to be perfect, but we go out there every day to strive for that. And um, I think when you have that and you have an elite quarterback who demands greatness out of everybody, um, that's, the, that's the secret potion. I think the big key, Bob, is is – you know, because what we've seen, at least the offense do, is throw out Pittsburgh. But, I mean, all the other games, they've been getting a little better, a little better, a little better. And now, if they can take that next step against Houston, a little better than they were, you know, the Miami game in, in the end of the year, uh, then I think they're they're well on their way to what they want to get to. And going back to the game there, Mark Andrews was injured in that Thursday night against Cincinnati. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions on his way to winning the Most Valuable Player Award. We'll come back. We'll get your phone calls later in the hour if you want to join us. Any concerns for Houston again? I mean, I'm getting a lot of deja vu kind of for Tennessee. We're even talking about, hey, who would you rather play, Kansas City or Buffalo? Yeah. It's like, just, yeah, I'm getting caught. Nolan's never a look past the next opponent guy, but, you know, we can. If you want to, feel free if you're saying, pump the brakes we want to hear that two terps lose last night at northwestern that could have been a swing game for them and if they lost which they did obviously maybe in a bad way they can redeem themselves against michigan state but let's count that money next money makes us all feel better buy or sell then cordell woodland preview the divisional playoff matchup with Houston. call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Penny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. We'll play that tomorrow once we tabulate the votes. Share your opinion on the AFC playoff matchup. Baltimore Ravens, nine and a half point favorites. Houston Texans. Terps lose last night. Free trading less than a month away. We got tons to get into in We'll try to get to as much as we possibly can. But right now, let's count that money by ourselves. Hell, Bob, the Dow's down 62. The S&P's up 13. NASDAQ's up 128. DraftKings up $1.78. Under Armour's up 5 cents. So, pretty much, um, other than the Dow, everything's doing doing good. This is Gus's segment, right, Norm? Who's that? Who's Gus? <laughs> Who is the... That's Bert. Bert. Same thing, Bert. Gus Edwards. Yeah. Loyal listener. Sorry, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> You're Gus now. Uh, let's well, see. I was Zinni on the, on the birthday cake. <laughs> Don't blame the cake. We'll start here in the AFC North. The Browns going to be searching for a new offensive coordinator. They fired <laughs> Alex Van Pelt yesterday. The move appears to be a part of a pretty big reset for them. They're going to move on from the running back coach, tight end coach as well. Uh, Van Pelt, been in Cleveland for the past four years, and while he doesn't call plays, that's Stefanski's job, his offense did finish top 10 in scoring this year, despite all the quarterback changes, the loss of Nick Chubb. So Vinny Byersell, despite that unlikely success, making staff changes on offense is the right move for the Browns. Um, I, I mean, running back, you know, I mean, if you're the running back coach, your your running back got hurt early in the year. Best running back in the league, he gets hurt. And you're the off, you're the offensive coordinator by name only. You don't call plays. You went through five quarterbacks, and your coach wins coach of the year. I think it was a directive from up top. Would be the way it sounds to me. And look, not to digress too much. And I know uh, Gus is over there anxiously uh, awaiting our segment, Spurt. Bert. Hello, Bert. Bert, by the way, loyal listener here with Vinny and Haney and Nolan 105.7. Bert left? Bert's yeah. gone? Yeah, Chuck took him out. Oh, He might be in Chuck's office. Okay. Well, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> well, now he can. But look, I don't look anything like I did weight-wise when I was in my early 20s. Alex Van Pelt looked like he got stung oh, by a bunch I, of I bees. I didn't even recognize and, it, and he's allergic to that. Yeah. How about in the NBA He's gained a lot of weights, what I'm trying to say. The uh, NBA trade deadline still a few weeks away, but one of the biggest names available just got dealt yesterday. Raptors sent Pascal Siakam to Indiana as part of a three-team trade. In return, Toronto getting three first-round picks and Bruce Brown. 
on paper, creates a pretty nice trio there in Indiana. Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner, now Siakam. But Bob, buy or sell, this move still doesn't put the Pacers in the Eastern Conference elite just yet. They're what, the sixth seed right now? They're better. Yeah. They're real good. They're the highest-scoring team in the NBA, and he's only going to add to that. But what he does bring is something they don't have. They don't play defense. They're almost as bad as the Wizards in points per game allowed. But three first-round picks. Looks like Toronto's going to build around Scotty Barnes here. I'm sure they're going to try to keep uh, keep quickly for a long-term deal. But, uh, yeah, they are definitely better. Also moves our boy Stick to the be- Sticks to the bench probably as he'll slide into the front court. But Jalen Smith getting some serious run. His, like, look, get into the nerd stats. Per minutes played, his production's as good as anybody in the NBA. When he plays, he makes his minutes count big time. But Go good, good trade for them. Back to the NFL here. The uh, Saints GM, Mickey Loomis, was talking earlier this week. New Orleans season is over. And he's standing by his head coach, Dennis Allen, after another season where they missed out on the playoffs. Despite being in a weaker division, uh, Loomis preached patience, uh, cited a few legendary coaches who struggled earlier in their careers. Maybe just look at Sean Payton. Had a couple mediocre seasons within his first three years as the Saints head man. But Vinny Byersell... Uh, without a playoff appearance next season, that patience will disappear. No, I'm going to buy that. I mean, they fired their offensive coordinator, so they had to. So they did change some things. Um, usually, if you're starting to fire coordinators, head coach is the next. A little baseball here. The Yankees, their deal with Marcus Stroman is official. Veteran starter going to be making his return to the AL East after four years in the NL. And you go back to that 2019 trade that saw him leave Toronto for the Mets at the time. The Yankees were actually reportedly interested in acquiring him, but Brian Cashman later said publicly this wasn't a leaked thing. He said this publicly. They didn't view him as a difference maker. Well, four years later, uh, apparently he is a difference (laughs) maker. This prompted, at the time, social media response from Stroman. Never been shy about voicing his opinion or responding to people on social media. It's since been deleted, but buy or sell, Bob, it's only a matter of time before we see some more drama between these two sides. Uh, Yankees and Stroman, I think uh, I'll buy it, but the drama might come more from Yankee fans as opposed to Brian Cashman, who might be, you know, and Boone. I mean, they could be gone if they don't make the playoffs this year, but remember, Nolan, 15, 16, 14, when the Orioles and Blue Jays had that little thing going on, and Stroman and Buck got into it at Camden Yards, if memory serves, Caleb Joseph blocked the plate and a Blue Jay player got hurt, and then Stroman threw at Caleb Joseph, and he's mother bleeping Buck Showalter. Buck gave him the old Frenchman's wave <laughs> to get off the field. So Stroman, no, not shy about popping off. Good pitcher. Apparently the Orioles were interested in him as well. But, yes, in a roundabout way, there will be drama <laughs> for sure. Started the 2016 wildcard game against the Orioles. That was Stroman. Stroman Shield. Let's close with this one here. All right, don't bring up bad stuff. A little tidbit. Okay. You mentioned 2016. I did. I did. My bad. Uh, The NFL here, the Rams, uh, went all in to win a Super Bowl a few years ago. It paid off, but the aftermath of all those first-round picks being traded away led many to believe that L.A. was heading towards a rebuild. Yet this past season, Matt Stafford sort of had a resurgence, was able to lead the team to the playoffs, Now people wondering what direction is L.A. really going. Clear holes still remain on that roster, but 
because they hit on some late round picks puka nakua stands out as one of those you're getting first round production from guys that were taken later in the draft that sort of helps ease the pain a little bit but Vinny buyer sell la should go back to their aggressive team building strategies at least until Stafford's contract is officially done. Yeah, I'll buy it because you know what? Your head coach is kind of in the same mode. He, he was thinking about retiring, and he got uh, refreshed because of Puka Williams. You know, I mean, they had two guys make the Pro Bowl that were, what, fifth-round uh, fifth pick, and uh, what was Williams, Bob? Third-round pick? Kyron Williams? Yeah. He was a fifth-round pick, I believe. So they had two fives make the Pro Bowl, and all of a sudden, you know, that rebuild – uh, comes much quicker. Tough news for the Rams there. You see Higby yeah. uh, blew out his knee in a playoff loss, unfortunately, to the Detroit Lions. We'll talk more about the NFL playoffs with you if you want to join us at 410-583-1057. Definitely with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, later in the show. But coming up next, Cordell Woodland, shaking it up, sports our colleague here on the fan. We'll get his thoughts on the Ravens. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Is that an appropriate point spread? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. All right, Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. ZZ Top for you. Getting you pumped up for the playoff game against Houston. Saturday afternoon in the cold, 430 MT Bank Stadium, Baltimore Game Day, uncensored pregame show. Brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pesaurus. We're live. Brew Brothers at the Horseshoe Casino. Our program starts at 1, and we'll talk more about that over the next day or two. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan's on the other side. We'll talk to him a couple of minutes. Let's go out to one winning drive, get an update on what's happening with the Ravens. About 48 hours away from the playoff matchup with the Texans. Rematch from Week 1, WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's with Shake It Up Sports. He's our buddy and yours, Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's going on? What's going on, guys? All right, let's start with, and I know things just got underway a few minutes ago. What about a uh, an attendance report? Who's back? Who's out? Who's new to be back? And who's new to be out here, if anybody? Yeah, I mean, it was today was a weird day. Uh, they they did special teams inside. They had some guys already outside, um, and then once they finished the special teams drills, they they ended up going outside to finish the rem- the, the rest of practice. So guys were filtering in and out tough to get a uh, completely accurate uh, attendance today uh, unlike the usual days but I didn't see Marlon Humphreys um, who we haven't seen all week um, so that that's going to probably 
uh, do him in in terms of his status for Saturday. We'll see what the mm-hmm. injury report says as the week goes on, but I don't feel good about seeing him. The good news is they we did see Jadavian Clowney back on the practice field today. He missed yesterday uh, with the illness, so uh, seeing him back out there was a good sign for sure. Now, Cordell, with Marlon probably not playing, and Houston's decimated at wide receivers we've talked about as well, who steps up in his place? Because Nico Collins is going to be something to deal with. I guess Stevens will be that guy maybe. But who replaces Marlon as a key contributor Saturday at 430? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you mentioned Brandon Stevens. I mean, he's kind of been that guy for them all year. I I expect him to kind of uh, take over that cornerback one role we've seen them at times when they've gone up against some of these premier receivers um and marlon wasn't out there they they allowed brandon stevens to travel with them you think back to that uh chargers game he he pretty much followed keenan allen all over the field in that Bengals game same thing with jamar chase did a really good job on chasing that game so i think they're confident in what uh, Brandon Stevens can give them, but also Ronald Darby. I think he's going to see extended mm-hmm. action most likely uh, in this game. It seems like he's kind of the guy ahead of Rocky Sin whenever they've been in these types of spots where they need a corner to come in. So um, I-, I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Darby on Saturday. Cordell, does Kyle Hamilton have the knee brace on or off? It was tough to see. He He's wearing sweatpants today. I mean, it, it, today is pretty much going to be a walkthrough type of day. Um, but I wouldn't be – yesterday he had on a pretty nice-sized uh, brace on his leg. And so uh, I didn't notice that. He may have had like a lighter one on under his pants, but I did not see a brace over top of his <clears throat> pants today. What is the mood of the players, you know, of guys you've talked to and stuff? Relaxed. Relaxed. Very calm. Um uh, that's kind of been the theme for them this week that I've noticed. Guys are not seeming that they they don't seem like they're too uh, tight right now. They seem very loose, uh, free flowing, joking around. Guys were throwing snowballs at each other yesterday coming in from practice. You got Lamar, you know, messing around. At, uh, you know, at the beginning of practice, you know, doing some left handed stuff. Just just keeping it loose. And I think that's a good thing um, because when you talk to all of them, I mean, look, obviously they understand what time of year it is. They understand what's at stake, um, but they, they, they're they not, you know, making it bigger than it needs to be. I've been asking them, have they, know, have they noticed that the vibe has changed in the locker room since the regular season has ended now that we're in the postseason? And a lot of them are like, no, I mean, yet we obviously know it's a different time of year and it's a new season at this point, but – um, they're they're not going in there kind of psyching themselves out or anything like that, and I, I think that's a good thing for them. Cordell, what what concerns do you have going into the game Saturday? Uh, quite a, a, not a lot. I mean, look, I, I think the Ravens are the better team. I think the Ravens are going to win this game. I, I really wouldn't be surprised if they win it convincingly. Um, that said, you, I do respect the Texans, and you've got a hot quarterback that has shown that he will not only take chances down the field and have success in doing that, but he takes care of the football. I mean, this is a guy that's only got five interceptions on the year. He's not going to beat himself. Um, And that's usually not the case when you go up against these rookie quarterbacks, uh, especially ones that throw the ball down the field as much as C.J. Stroud does. So that's a little concerning for me. And Nico Collins is a problem. He's a a legit problem. I, I am very uh, – and I have a lot of respect for Nico Collins and what he's been able to do this year. And I think people have kind of tried to simplify 
their offense, you know, like if you take Nico out, then everything else will be good. I mean, I think that's easier said than done. I'm pretty sure that's what the Browns thought. You know, I think a lot of teams have thought that because Tank Dale's been gone for a while. Noah Brown was there, but, you know, he's now gone. They still got Dalton Schultz and, um, and De- uh, Derek Sing- uh, Devin Singletary in the backfield, who I also like. He's a little sneaky. But he He's not there for them every week, but he he can do some good things for them. Um, and then the defense. The defense isn't great. I think the Ravens will be able to move the ball on them. I think they'll be able to score, but they are a defense that – that they're aggressive. They're looking for the turnovers. And the Ravens have been really good in the second half of the season at protecting the football. That's going to be key in this one because Lamar did have a couple turnovers in that week one game mm-hmm. against the Texans defense. Um, and we saw how the, the turnovers kind of railroaded the Browns this past week. So that's kind of their calling card. So I, I think the Ravens, if they take care of the football in this one, I, I really think they'll be fine. What are you expecting uh, Dalvin Cook's role to be, Cordell? I'm I'm still trying to figure that one out. I I really am. I mean, he, he, at the end of the day, he's he's going to be the third back. Um, I think he does get in. You know, I, at at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if we see him get somewhere between nine and twelve plays in this one. Um, it may be more, uh, but I, I, that's kind of the radius I'm looking at in terms of his touches. He may get, you know, five to seven touches, maybe, maybe. Um, but I, I look, if he can give them a big play here or there, move the change, something, as long as it's productive, he can, he, the last thing you want is for him to come in and make a negative play for them. It's his first game here. He joins the team at the end of the season. This is the time of year where you need to play as close to perfect football as possible. So, um, to put him out there at this time, considering how so, how, you know, how recently he just got here, all you can ask for is for him to not do anything to hurt the team. Are we going to see rotating tackles? That's a curious one. I, I'm I'm of the idea that I think we see less of it. Uh, we'll see. You know, I, that that was on my list of things to ask uh, John Harbaugh today. I don't know if I'll get a legit answer from it, but we'll see. No, you're not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, mo- most likely not. Most likely not. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 the whole thing when John told us initially when they started doing that was to keep these guys fresh for the fourth quarter and keep them, you know, upright for this time of year. So knowing that we're here, you know, I, I am curious to see if they let those guys just go out there and be the guys. But on the flip side, why fix, you know, why try to change what's been working? You, mm-hmm. You've gotten some really good games out of Ronnie here late. Morgan, I think, has really bounced back as well. So, you know, and it's not like Makari and Farlele have come in there and kind of stunk it up. They, they've been able to be serviceable. So, uh, look, it's not like you're going up against T.J. Watt or anything this week. Will Anderson is really good in his own right, and it looks like he'll probably be out there. Um, but I, I'm kind of still up in the air on what we see in terms of the t- tackle rotation. Cordell Woodland shaking it up. Sports, he's out there. One winning drive with the Ravens. Two days away from the playoff matchup with the Houston Texans. Cordell, predict the NFL Final Four after this weekend. What do you got? Oh, Final Four. Okay, I'm going to take the Ravens. Um, I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm, I'm I'm very intrigued about Mahomes going on the road for the first time. I, I I I'm I love seeing great players be challenged, and this is going to be a huge challenge for Mahomes and those guys. So I, as great as we've seen Mahomes be, I think he may have another level he may tap into to win that game in Buffalo. So I'm going to take the Chiefs, and so it'll be Chiefs Ravens next uh, next week. And on the NFC side, I'm going to reluctantly take the Lions. Um, I think the 
Bucks can be sneaky, but I'm going to take the Lions just because I don't think Baker will be great in back-to-back weeks. Um, and, of course, I'm going to take the Niners over uh, the Packers. Cordell Woodland, appreciate the time as always. Have fun with Harps today, and we'll talk to you this weekend. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show. Thanks, Cordell. See you Saturday. Thanks, guys. Yep. <laughs> Here's Cordell Woodland, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057. The fan will come back. It's the whip around. We'll take your phone calls at 410 583 1057. We got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. He'll be joining us at 1 30. We'll look back more at the 2022 draft class for Eric DaCosta. We already talked about Hamilton and Linderbaum, but a couple of other guys, prominent parts of what the Ravens are going to try to do here in January. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and 105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Get your song request. Plus for text line at 410-583-1057. Nolan McGraw is waiting over there anxiously for your selection, and then get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday, which we'll reveal in about an hour. College hoops last night. Maryland loses to Northwestern, which we've talked about. 72-69. Boo Booey. Game winner with 20 seconds left. Layup. Jameer Young hit a three, put Maryland up. And then Bowie goes coast to coast, scores. Jameer misses a shot. Terps lose a chance to steal one in Evanston. To me, it's the toughest loss of the season because I yeah. thought – Generating a little momentum. Turnovers and the foul shooting continue to be a problem. Michigan State coming up on Sunday afternoon. CBS National TV. Noon tip honoring Lefty Drizel wearing the 1974 unis. So hopefully they represent in a big way. We'll talk more Maryland tomorrow with Keith Cavanaugh. Also, TerribleTimes.com, of course, Keith Cavanaugh. Big 10 last night in overtime. Rutgers comes from behind to beat Nebraska 87-82. Yeah, I was watching a lot of that one. Cornhuskers had multiple chances to win the game, and then they let it slip away in regulation and then lose it in overtime. Rutgers bottom feeders in the Big 10. That would have been a big road win for the mayor. Well, they were the up Huskers. like 10. But I mean, they were up most of the game. UConn. Number one team in the country beat number 18, Creighton, 62-48. Also a matchup of top 25 teams. It was Houston, 77-54 over number 25, Texas Tech. Upset alert. It was LSU knocking off number 22, Ole Miss, 89-80. Locally, Navy beat Lehigh, 71-69 in the NBA last night. Atlanta, 106-104. Over Orlando, Bruno Fernando did not play. Coach's decision, but DeJounte Murray scored 26, including the game winner at the buzzer for the Hawks. The Knicks beat Houston 109-94. Cam Whitmore, two rebounds for the Rockets. As uh, Julius Randle had a monster game for New York, 31-8-4. Jalen Brunson at 30 there as well. Toronto blows out Miami, 121-97. Emmanuel quickly, 17-8-9. Haywood Highsmith, Curley for the Heat. He had two and three. The Wizards tonight taking on, said Knicks. Wizards 7-32 and 32 on the year, 4-18 and 18 on the year. New York since the uh, trade with Toronto playing really, yeah. really good basketball, but back-to-backs. But the Wiz, they're a soft touch, so we'll see New York probably handle their business on the ice tonight, Vinny. The Capitals are hosting the Blues of St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, they can score some goals tonight. I wonder if Ovi will be back tonight. But, you know, they've been getting some offensive production from um, 
Oshie's been playing good. Oshie Strom has been in um, Pacheco. 67. That line has been the most productive. That that line has been the most productive line for the Caps. And and St. Louis, they're kind of hovering around 500. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a game that the Caps got to win at home. So, the whip around, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fed, a little later than we normally do it. This day in sports history. How about we start with a little Maryland basketball, 2003, down at the then Comcast Center. 17th ranked Maryland, hands number one Duke, their first loss of the season, 87-72. Terps outscore the Blue Devils, 50-29 to in the second half. Drew Nicholas had 24. Ryan Randall had 15.17 boards for old Gary Land there. 2019, jump ahead to the Big Ten play, 19th ranked Maryland. They beat Ohio State, 75-61. Anthony Cowan had a stat filler day. 20 points, four boards, six assists, three steals. Bruno Fernando, he didn't play last night, but he played on this night. He had 13 points, 15 rebounds. Aaron Wiggins and Daryl Morsell each had 11 in the win for Turge and his boys. 1976 NFL Super Bowl X in Miami. The Steelers beat the Cowboys 21-17, which up to that time was the best Super Bowl ever because they were all usually blowouts. Lynn Swan was MVP of the game. Four catches for 161 yards in a touchdown. Both Terry Bradshaw and Roger Stahlbeck threw two touchdown passes. That was the game where Lynn Swan, four catches, all spectacular. I mean, the famous one where you see where he's bobbling the ball at midfield, they had to punt on that drive. It was a great catch, but they didn't score. But he made a brilliant catch to score the touchdown on a play in which Terry Bradshaw was literally knocked out. Larry Cole, blow to the helmet, knocked him cold. Bradshaw don't even remember the play. But that was Super Bowl Ten. That happened way back when. Nolan, you're a big fan of this. You know who sang the national anthem? Up with people. With Tom Sullivan. You know who the halftime entertainment was? Probably up, some marching band. Up with people. <laughs> P. Roselle famously said, I don't ever want to hear the words up with people. Ever again. To say that halftime entertainment has changed would be a colossal understatement. By the way, Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem in the Super Bowl 58. It was on CBS. Broadcast were Pat Summerall and Tom Brookshire. It was a game that was watched by 57.7 million people. And I believe kickoff was like 1.30 in the afternoon. Usually when we do Raven stuff, or cold stuff, it's of the positive variety. But 15 years ago tonight at then Heinz Field, the AFC Championship game. Yeah. You hate the Steelers? Let's uh, percolate that hate again. Listen to this. Flacco in the gun. Protector each way. He's back. He looks. He waits. He throws the pass. And it's intercepted. John Palomaro at the 40. 35-30. Blackers at the 25. He's running right, right at the 15. He turns and goes for the goal line. And he's in for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Touchdown. Troy Palomaro with a big defensive pick. And this place is on fire. Well, screw you. And Troy Palomalo, 40-yard touchdown return on a Flacco pick. One of three interceptions Joe would throw that night. He was a rookie at that time. Remember that game, Vinny? 23-14 no? AFC Championship game. Ravens were down, Norm. 13-0, remember? 
Came back. We're down 16-14. Willis McGahee, two touchdowns. They were kind of driving at that time. And he got knocked out by Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark destroyed. I think it might have been on that interception return, if I'm not mistaken. That was a separate play. Yeah, Yeah. okay. But either way, Ravens made it to the AFC Championship game. And John Harbaugh and Joe Flacco's first year trying to get back there 15 years later. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, you got NFL lunch. We'll look at the playoff matchups for the divisional round at 115. You want to join us, you can. 410-583-1057. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll let him brag about Northwestern beating Maryland last night. And then he'll tell us who's going to win you some money and some daily fantasy. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 